and there, yeah, it's recording. Okay, uh, every, welcome everyone to the latest edition of the Boiler Up, Beer Down podcast. Uh, Riles23 here with uh, co-hosts. We have Habitual Boiler, we have Carrie and Audra, and tonight we have a very special guest for the fans of Purdue Athletics and especially Purdue Football. We have the father of one of the in my opinion, best stories in college football this year. The father of Purdue breakout star running back, Devin Mockaby. We are interviewing Conrad Mockaby. Conrad, what's up? How you doing? So, uh, first question I have for you is just kind of talk about the journey that Devin had this year from your perspective as a parent where coming into the season, he's a walk-on maybe third or fourth on the depth chart and then by the end of it is has the potential to be one of the few running backs in Purdue history to end up with a thousand rushing yards this season. How how has that been from your eyes as a parent? Well, I mean, you you baby step your goals. So like last year, it you know, we'll go back to senior year, right? Because the guy you you're used to playing all the time, right? So you used to being one of the guys, one of the boys, right? So last year was kind of a rough transition because you, you you didn't even get to dress up for away games, right? So you really didn't feel like you were a part of anything. So the goal this year was make travel squad, right? Get on the plane, try and make special teams, try and get somewhere to where you're traveling with the other numbers to feel like you're not sitting in your apartment or wherever while your team's on TV playing, you know? And so that, that truly was the goal for it, to get there. You know, because I, I believe – He's always had confidence in himself, and he's always played the same way. You'll probably hear that a thousand times if you talk to anybody from back here. But it was just that process of what people believed was a big tip back or what they thought they could get accomplished, right? And so what you try to build in him is, you know, son, you get you get one carry, that's an official stat. Everything else is what people make of it is what they think a big tip back is. You, know, you, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was unfortunate that, that the injuries took place because, you know, of course, I get to hear the little rumors and see some things of like, you know, you know, your summer, spring and fall ball sessions, you know. So I knew he was doing, he was doing good last year, too. But I know he was doing good. But but it still come down to here you got a kid that's a walk on and you got investments along with guys who are mature, you, you know. So that was that was that was tough. And you, you don't want anybody to have injuries. But uh, at all when when you talk but it's a rough game but uh like like he always knew he had to kind of stay ready because you know if your number's called and you go out there and you lay an egg that number four spot becomes probably number six (laughs) you know what i'm saying so he it's been really fun and i think uh you know Devin, if you've watched him score play you'll see that he really is not much of a celebration cat you know because that's by design to where, you know, you've always felt like you can mentally cripple your opponent by that whole, that's all day concept. You know, they'll start, they'll start pulling up on trying to chase you and things like that. Cause you're just defeating them mentally. So it, what stood out to me was the Indiana state touchdown, right? Because that was a team that we went there for a junior day, you know, had the Jersey on all the pictures and all those things and talked to the running backs coach. And they were like, well, we just need you to be a little bigger. Then they offered another running back while we was there, you know. So it was like, 
So this was like, oh, son, I sure hope you get a chance to play. You, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but if you really just play that back and you see his touchdown and you see that emotion, that's a year's worth of stored up emotion on, on that or just, you know, getting that out of the system. But uh, but watching his story take place, you know, he's, he's really leading a stars-aligned life, right? It's like, man, who, who would have thought – because he was he was nicknamed Mock Train in high school. Who would have thought you end up at a place that has a locomotive as your 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 as one of your symbols, right? You know, he, he got he got lucky in the you know, his favorite team was Dallas Cowboys. He ended up playing in Dallas Cowboys Stadium in a game on his eighteenth birthday, you know. So it's like things just keep aligning for him and so this is this is perfect for him right now. I told you I was long winded. <laughs> no, that's really great, actually. Um as a parent watching him go through like the recruiting process and, you know, seeing all these different coaches talk to him and him committing to the Naval Academy and then really like coming out and saying, Nope, I'm going to go to Purdue. I'm going to earn my keep. Like, how does that, how does that make you feel as a parent when he does that? Well, he's lucky because he'll be probably the first to tell you he had his own private recruitment firm and myself and my, and my brothers. So a lot of his recruitment was done through his family. You know, we have a nine-person uh, text that we all are a part of that we, you know, constantly. And if you ever read a Tom Deanhart's uh, article on, you know, Devin, it's pretty factual you know, on how we would track everything from if he had, you know, 235 followers, let's see what we can do here. If we had, you know, how many coaches, how many times we set something out. And so I personally was like, well, you know, if you want to make it there, we got to go play against like-minded kids. So the goal was we'll hit these streets and we'll hit Tennessee, Notre Dame, Kentucky, Purdue. And so, you know, you can't stay around here and expect, you know, everybody's going to pat you on the back because you you might be the man here, right? But if you go and let's say Tennessee or a Notre Dame Sunday night showcase where you got 30 other coaches hanging around, those one-on-ones become very important, you know? And so – you had to get noticed without anybody knowing who you were. They just had a sticker on your helmet or, or just a highlight of paper and go, yeah, we, we think about that kid, you know? And so that started his recruitment process. You know, that digital footprint was the biggest part through COVID, right? Because he ended up getting nine offers and none of those schools could, came through Boonville, right? So it was about all the work you could do working with the, you know, this here is just another form of media that helps them. Mm-hmm. You know, so, 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 like when you, so we jump at these opportunities to go, yeah, sure, because you can still make a lot of things, like, you know, him being known right now, right? You know, all, you know, don't even think about the NIL stuff. If it's a kid, if a kid's a dreamer, you could actually still make your combine numbers if your dreams make the NFL, right? Because you become this, all your performance has to do is match your media. Okay, and so far he's been able to do that. Look, look, you know, it's not like I have to make stuff up. You look at, okay, he comes in, most yards rushing as a freshman, right? Most yards in the game as a freshman. All Big Ten honorable mention. All American honorable mention. You know, pretty soon you start, you start having to go. You just have to start marking names off as you know, through your path, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is the recruitment part still hasn't stopped because. 
you're not looking at like who the current people are and who the player you're if you're wanting to get to say you say your dream is playing on Sundays it's it's a parent's job to help their child try and get as far as they think they can right because when he w- was going to Navy it was like you had these options of man you're gonna be there nine years you're gonna have a base rate of this and then Purdue comes a calling well traveling around after a sophomore year and all these travels he knew that was an engineering school that he was kind of like man if I could go there, I'd go, right? And so, remember that stars align thing I said? Two weeks from showing up in Annapolis, you get a call, you know, the parents have to walk away and go, you know, it's just, we'll get you there. It's meant to be if you decide to go. You, you know what I mean? But, so, I, I've actually got two questions, but I've never I've never thought about that. You know, you got you do have that, that media machine now that's yeah. – that's running behind you and, and could overtake you. Now, now you've got to, your, your expectations just keep getting higher and higher and higher. And, and, and that's certainly the case. And I, I'm sure Devin is somebody that from what we've seen is, is, is going to be able to keep up with that, with that hype. And, and um, we're, we're certainly excited to see the years ahead, but I'm going to back you up uh, prior to high school. So, so I'm a father. Uh, I've got two boys in youth football, first grade. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's it's pretty competitive football. I'm in Southeast Indiana. It's pretty competitive football down here. Um, where's you know, actually, like, what age did Devin start playing football? And like, where where's that where's that competitive line as a youth football parent? You know, some of my biggest fears is like both of my boys are totally into football. You know, they have dreams of yeah. playing football. They'd love to play beyond that if, if possible. At this age, they're thinking that. When is when is too much too much though? You know, when when, when do you start fearing about um, burning a kid out? You know, playing too much of one sport. Well, I was lucky enough to have a mother that uh, believed in letting us play. What you know, we didn't have a lot of money, but play as much as you can because everything has a window, right? And so you mentioned youth football. I was lucky enough to have a high school coach grab myself and a few other guys. So I actually was like the president of our youth league for. A number of years too and so what we did was you know you say you got a first grader right mm-hmm. first okay, back, back when we started our league was like third and four, third grade on up to six right sure. first thing we did was we started a flag league fully dressed fully to get kids so kids like Devin had a full 12 years of football mm-hmm. you know what I mean versus coming in and you know and we wanted to go full weight. You didn't want to penalize a kid for being aggressive, but you wanted the kid not to panic. You put the helmet on some of those little kids. And be, oh, you know what I'm saying? So, so you wanted them to understand like this. Now, back then, if, if you're playing in first grade now, I don't know what your soccer leagues were, but our soccer leagues were starting at four, right? So Devin actually played soccer for the first couple of years. But – uh you know, he also raced BMX bicycles because, you know, like so our family's into a lot, a lot of sports. And so he actually raced BMX bicycles, played soccer, basketball, you name it. But when it got to high school is when you had to monitor the too much thing, right? Yeah. Because his body wasn't burning enough. And you had – when he came into high school, he weighed 141. So we put a plan in place to where, like, okay, you want to play in college, son. You need to be 200 pounds, regardless if you're going to be a DB or a running back. So you had to go from 141 to 170 by your sophomore year, 185 your junior year, 200 your last year. And he pretty much met all those measures. 
But in that, you had to sacrifice some things, right? Because, you know, you start figuring out, ooh, knee and backs, start feeling that extra weight. So he may have to stop playing basketball his junior year to kind of, okay, you're going to do track, but we'll, we'll not play basketball because that pounding of the floor started adding up with that extra you're putting on, right? Mm-hmm. But he, 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 COVID was the biggest killer, right? Because I bet that when that hit, there was no sports, right? They dropped off a track and you had nothing. And so it was like, man, what are we going to do? So we, we emptied out the garage and said, we got to put a home gym in. So that's what we did. We ran around to anybody's, you know, met some places that actually sold like at warehouses and grabbed things and said, this is going to be what you do, son. But, uh, a young any young kid because i believe in not just helping like Devin, but we try to help other kids get recruited because we see how our area gets overlooked my advice is video and photos video and photos no matter no matter where you're at what grade you're in video because you know our biggest thing in recruitment was you know i could tell you i was at that show sunday night showcase right but I can show you a two minute and 19 video that Twitter put, let me put on. You, you follow what I'm saying? And, you know, the best advice I was ever given, because we put, we paid out at different places before I got other, you know, my oldest daughter was a D1 track athlete and whatnot. But, you know, you, you could do so much as a parent to help your kids, right? You know, don't, don't rely on the system. Don't rely on when that season comes in and go, oh, I sure hope we get those stats or this and that. You've got to do it all the time i mean really all the time like this to me is just another form of work you know to get something done but i think kids have to have if if you got two kids that are the same athletes right if they're the same exact height weight uh they bench the same same 40 you've got to have something that separates you and that athlete right so that's where your media comes into place and that goes back to what i tell you i might be able to tell you something but this other guy He's going to be able to go, well, let me show you. I got some steals. I got some video. And right. who do you think they're going to look at? They're going to go, well, you know, I know you said you contested that guy in that one-on-one. Well, let me show you a video of somebody contesting somebody or something. You know? got receipts right here, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, we, we're, we're very into it to where, like, I was fortunate that the high school gave me a media pass, right, to get on the sideline and take pictures. And in middle school, what we would do, we would, we would record from up by the press box, and I would – cut dvds for little cds for kids you know dvds or you wanted to anybody that had to play you gave them one after practice right and then other kids were like mr mockaby why can't i have one (laughs) you know but it's not not treating favorites it's you want to have that want in other kids you know if they if they want that video then you want them to go out there and go just like in youth league you got first graders youth league all you want the announcer to do is tackle by so-and-so, right? You want that name out on that, you know, being broadcast out the speaker when, when a play's been made and everybody in the stands go, oh, that's so great. That's my boy's name, right? Really? So it's the same deal just like right now. Here you're in college. Think about it. All this is a, is a bigger microphone, bigger megaphone with anything you see, something that says Maccabi or Aiden O'Connell. I mean, that's all. All this is the same thing, you know? Well, I can tell you, you know, you're – your work definitely has worked because I know when, when Devin started taking off this year, I, it was hundreds upon hundreds, if not thousands of tweets that I saw from Boonville folks that said, Hey, we told you so. We told you, we knew, that, you know, we knew 
he had this in him. We saw it, you know, we saw it for years. And, and so there was a lot of people on the mock train, it, it appears. Oh, it, it worked out. I mean, like I said, he's living a very stars aligned life right now. You know, it's like stay healthy, get your grades. And, you know, I think one of the first things, like when somebody sent me from Booneville during Devin's touchdown, and they just simply two words, they said God's plan. Because they, 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 you know, my, my social media is like a living, uh, oh, scrapbook, you call it whatever you want. If, if you went and went through I actually have a road to recruitment album on it to where, like, if somebody was like, how do they do that? You know, so where they can kind of just go and look and try and find things that work for them, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's this here part is, in my mind, just another part of his story to, to hopefully – you know, be one of the, you know, okay, you, you've heard him in the interview talk about, man, I want that, that, nobody really knows how bad he would love to hit that thousand, right? Just because you're joining six other running backs. And I don't know, last time I looked, what was it, 264 or 364 guys that actually touched the ball for Badoo that's moved to the yard or better, right? Exactly. You become one of seven. You, right. you, you, you see how you're already separating separate yourself away you know because if somebody was going to go through and look at things they go man that's you know he look at what they did to david bell right he wasn't that fast but look what he done to these dbs right and look at all the yards and look at all the catches so eventually those statistics have to take over of what people may think needs to be successful you you, you see what i'm saying and so you know uh, all i hope is that that he just keeps on this 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 ride, you know, and stays healthy. And, uh, but now this here is a big part of, of how kids make it. You know, you, you guys are a big part of how kids make, it. you know, I mean, every, everybody, it's a, it's a village. You know, if, if somebody wants to be a professional, if somebody wants to just be great, it takes a village. I mean, it takes more than being good. There's, there's professional players in every big city on grass yards, <laughs> you, you know, they just did not get this, exposure to get where they want to be we we absolutely know that we're a big part of Devin's success we like to hear that <laughs> well i'm just saying i mean you guys have a form what you have eleven thousand followers right yeah you know i mean i mean you know the networking is the biggest thing that kids in recruitment can do mm-hmm. and, and it's amazing how parents will get mad at coaches parents will get mad at schools over huddle but they have the tools to do it all you know, they, they really do. You know, I, I worked with like, if, if you were recording a game on a Friday night, I may get with that sports commentator and say, hey, can you send me your sideline video if you've got stuff with Devin? And then what I did was I used iMovie, you know, boom, get an app on my phone, iMovie. Okay, let's take all those sideline videos. Now let's make a collaboration video of everything sideline. And that's exactly what college coaches seen versus your huddle video from way up you're depending on somebody else's equipment you don't know if they look like ants out there or not you, you, you see what i mean that's that's just being proactive and trying to help your your kid get the best best view you know and so carrie i'll say i'll say the rest of what i got for later i'll let i'll, I'll yield my time here okay okay my question was it was super reassuring for everyone all the Purdue fans the second that Devin tweeted that you know that little tweet where he kind of alluded to the fact that he was staying at Purdue after Brom left. So that was huge. Yeah. What was going through Devin's mind, your mind, 
everybody's mind when well, that happens. I'm trying to catch you up on how we operate. You don't think that stuff's planned? You don't think you don't see people decommit? You don't think you don't see coaches? You know, if you have coaches looking, they got to know who's still there, right? Right, so the yeah. Thing, so the first text I see Denver is, hey, we need to break the internet today, right? I so, love it. He came, he came up with a different one. I, I was just going to say, hey, look, man, I know a lot of these guys out here just eating it up anytime somebody, a recruit or something, you know, they always want to throw something in comment. I thought, why not just put three simple words? I like trains. You see what I mean? And he, and he did the toot toot thing. And then then the, the movie deal with the Leonardo, uh, I, I thought that was awesome, you know, because we were both thinking the same thing. When I tweeted him and I texted him, say, hey, man, when you do something, because, you know, you got – too many guys decommitting, you know, and you got coaches out here on the fence on, well, who's left? They might have all kinds of guys leaving, right? And so you have to give, you have to make sure you know that, that, hey, man, I'm not going nowhere. You know, you've already worked too hard to get to. You can't call something your dream school in your commitment page, right? It, it, because that makes you a liar. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you were going to walk away from what you call your dream school, that makes you a liar. You, you follow what I'm saying? So so it you you look at it, you have different coaches in, in youth league, middle school, high school, and now college, right? So you, you can't sit here and go, you don't follow people. You you learn to love the game you play because people come and go, you know, whether they get sick or they get done or get more, more pay or whatever. But if, if, if you have a kid that's going to just follow a person, you, you, you know, I – okay, say, say – Everybody here makes the NFL. Do you get to pick your coach? <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if, if you if your dream is to make it the NFL, do you get to pick your coach? You're gonna go, are you gonna just sit there and go, man? I hope that phone rings. <laughs> right? I mean, think about. It. There's no different in your approach. If you love what you're playing, you can't worry about you. you you're gonna want just like the system. Who knows what Coach Walter's system is with the OC coming in? It won't matter if you if you're if you can play football, you're going to be able to play football. You know, you know what I mean. That's that's just how we look at. It. That was a that was a, that was a pre-planned bat signal. That's yeah, amazing. I mean, that's a no lie. I could send you the text later. That's that's, <laughs> that's the first words I said was, "Do you want to break the internet today?" And I think it's up to what. Uh, I think it went up. We, you know, first I was like, "Oh, you'll probably get 150 shares, maybe five, six hundred likes. It'd be all right." Then it just like within 30 minutes, it was there. I was like, "Oh man, this is good." <laughs> it was so needed because everybody was just so questioning and just, you know, just feeling down. And then just to see somebody who really just pulled the team together so much this year, like Devin did, to, for him to just step up and do that, I think just made everybody feel so good. Well, I mean. Like I said, it was it was more about watching guys walk away into the you know into the unknown. When like that's where you found out people committed to a school or or, or to people, right? Because I go, man, I get it why you're decommitting, but you know because you got to do things for forty and not four, right? So you know if if, if you if you want to come in here and throw your hat at a, at, a, at a place that you you know, because like for Devin, you know, engineer was good because he still had Rolls Holman. He still had other places that were strong engineering schools, right? So why would you walk away from that into the unknown? You know, I mean, but I get all those other guys had to step on campus yet, but you were you had to be more concerned about your current players and 
the, any of those coaches that were even entertaining looking at Purdue. You wanted them to be able to go, okay, I can at least I, at least this kid has stats. I can kind of look at other things if I if I get the job. You know, I mean, case in point, what's the first thing Coach Walters does when he walks into the team room? Yeah, because he played against his. I mean, Devin played against his defense. First out, out averaged what that team has given up as a rushing defense. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So if you, you you let those numbers speak for, you know, you didn't have to beg for a scholarship. You know, I mean, you, you, you let your numbers speak to where, man, you know, I used to tell people in high school and all that to where, you know, everybody gives out awards, right? We all, every school you go to has awards at the banquet, right? And, uh, you know, if if you could if you could go up there and and be that athlete, it's lucky and fortunate enough to get an award. You've got to have kids that want to beat those awards. That's why, like, you, you you know, for Devin, there were several measures. You know, okay, sophomore year, you got to play five positions. Your job was to try and score in every one of those positions. And before he before he graduated high school, he scored every way you could score, whether it be a fumble recovery, interception, catching the ball running the ball, kick return, punt return. You, you see what I mean? You've you got to be able to help, but you let those numbers, those actions speak. I mean, COVID hit us. We were a 4-4 four and four team, but here's Devin uh, right now at RB1 in a Power 5 school. You, you know, so if you, you, you say those things, they have to sink in with you. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I told you I had to get the gap. <laughs> Well, we, we can sit here and talk all night if you want to. <laughs> I think we got a couple more for you. Yeah, so, go ahead. My, um, first of all, so what's your? I think I know your answer on this, considering one of the first things you did. What's your What's your impression? Your impressions now on Coach Walters after you know what what um, a week now. Uh, well, I, here's my impressions: is that you know I like more what he said about how he thought he was as a, as a defensive guy, right? I'm saying that he felt like he was number one. He, he doesn't even have a name for his defense. You know, mm-hmm. that confidence is what's going to spill over to the team. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know what I mean? I mean, that 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 there is somebody, and, and he doesn't have to brag, right, because it's somewhere in, on a sheet of paper, it's going to say number one or two defense in the nation at one time, right? You know, so, so it's those are what become facts. And so I thought, you know, and that's why I said, here's a guy who designed, you know, offseason. He's designing his concept, right? He's going through his season. His team is keeping people at this and that average. And then he plays Purdue, right? And so then you then you have the chess match of this this kid's a walk-on, and he's put 106 up on me. How is this possible? Because I've got my scheme down. And so I felt like when he offered the scholarship, that was more like just a pat on the back. Them said, "Job well done, man." You, you, you know what I mean? Because he knows what kind of work he puts in, working to get his team efficient, right? And so, I, I think, I think Purdue is going to be just fine. I think, uh, you know, the fact that they've got probably one of the youngest staffs now, right? Average age probably thirty-five. <laughs> I think that's going to correlate to you're going to see those kids you know, want to play with that swear. You're going to see those kids kind of have that. And I think it's going to work recruitment-wise on, on, on like I said, being able to relate to somebody and be like, yeah, yeah, I'll play for this guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
but they're going to have to weather the storm because obviously it's still going that way. I just saw where we had another guy hit the portal, right? So yeah, I think we've lost a couple defensive linemen. Well, not yeah. portal. Uh, that's all right. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the business, right? Hey, here's how I look at it. You know, like I said, I don't like injuries, but if we didn't have two guys go down in front of Devin, Devin would still be holding his helmet on the sideline. So there's still other Devins on that team. You, you, you follow me? Yep. Yep. Audrey, did you have something? Yep. Um, one last thing for you. You said uh, Devin's been mock trained since high school, but uh, I heard a lot of crazy legs this year. So I want to know where that came from. Well, see, if you, if you, if you, if you go talk to family, you never going to hear that out of us. Cause like that was probably the BTN uh, announcer, the, the one game. And I, it might've been Nebraska game, right? That he called him crazy legs. And then that just like wildfire. Right. You know, but, but here's, here's why, you know, we've worked on Brandon for quite a while. Remember I said, we're, we're pretty involved. And so we've, you know, we've if, if you hashtag mock train, you're going to find Devin. If you, I don't care if you go do it on Google or any of your social medias, you're going to find it, you know. And uh, so crazy legs, and I think I explained this best on, on the media when somebody was asking, I said, you can be called crazy legs in all kinds of sports, right? Uh, karate, swimming, uh, uh, biking. You can have crazy – if somebody's dominant, they're going to call them crazy legs and then you – you're going to jump in that big ocean. You know, I think somebody, I just read what crazy legs Hirsch, right? So, so do you want to be in that ocean or do you want to stand in your own puddle and have your own identity when somebody says my train and they understand that's part of who you are because it's your last name. It ties you directly to your family. Right? No matter where you go, it ties you to where you're from. You see what I mean? So, so the crazy legs, Hey, if people want to do it, they're still talking about Devin. That's fine. But in my mind, that's just a style. And what I've tried to get across to people is it's a mentality. You know, to have a kid give up going to the Navy, right? Because it was a base pay of $103,000 at that time, right? And all I asked him was, you got confidence in your ability. And he's like, yep. I said, you got to live it. But that's a mentality that has nothing to do with any being on the field playing right that whole the whole two two thing that's a mentality there was no games being played besides letting people know here that where you're going to be and and what you're about and so it's it's more of a mentality thing i mean the crazy legs is it's i see it it's fine it's fun but i go back to the one run against nebraska where he hits a kid running downhill ask that guy if he remembers crazy legs or if he remembers my train because he's because he's gonna say he got touched by you know he's gonna say that kid runs 15 pounds heavier than he looks you know what i mean but it's more about the mentality of i'm not gonna let you stop me then i don't want to get tackled i mean Devin's luckily he's got good lateral movement without losing speed i mean because if you put him in a straight line he's not gonna be the fastest guy but the mentality is what is separate. You know, if, if somebody wanted to really dig in and go, well, what makes Devin tick? It's a mentality. And, and he probably gets it from from me and the other people around him, right? Because, like, you, you can you, we can keep you up walking and talking with an artificial pumper, right? Yeah. So people go, man, that kid plays a heart. Remember, you could be kept alive on an artificial pumper. How many artificial brains you heard about? You know what I mean? So it's the mentality. 
that that you want out of a person on on how they how they see stuff and you know and that's that goes back to you know and i and like i said i respect coach brahm and all those guys but it was funny when i kept hearing well we really wanted to see him against other people to know what kind of back he was yeah you, you, you know what i mean so it was like you know that's that's judging with these you know that's not really seeing what a person thinks or how they how they view themselves and right now devin's kind of you know you can call it what you want they're gonna say man he's just He's linky. He's, I think my funnest, the funnest thing I heard was he was all elbows and knees. Now that one got us laughing. That was pretty good. I liked that one. But, uh, but no, I, the crazy legs is fine, but he will always be mock trained to everybody back in Boonville. Mock trained it is. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that's, that's just, uh, it's just fitting. It's more of a mindset of not letting yourself, you know, even, even a train takes so long before it has to stop. You know what I mean? If they want to slow down. So, so, he still needs to just keep going. You know, when they packed him off the field at IU, right? And he was down a little bit, went to the tent, got on the exercise bike. Next thing you know, I saw him put his helmet on. I thought, good for you, bud. Good for you. You, you know what I mean? Because he could have easily said, oh, I could just, whoo, kind But he didn't want that. He was still chasing. You know, he ended up with 99 yards, right? He, you know, it, it meant something to him to be that guy that's, you know, I'm going to get 100 yards every game, right? Because, he, you know, the big knock was, yeah, that was ISU. You got 78. Wait till we play Big Ten schedule. Every 100-yard game is coming against what? Big Ten opponents. You mm-hmm. know, so like I said, you mm-hmm. have to knock off the naysayers and, and do things to where it speaks for itself. That's awesome. And, and, and I'm going to say it again. I got to get the gab. I told you. <laughs> this is probably, I, I, I was going to say, I think his – mock train fit best where you're talking it takes a little bit to slow down the basically that run to ice it against minnesota where i think the guy hit him at roughly the 25 yeah. and he didn't tackle he wasn't down until within the four once he may not have the top end top five percentile speed but once he's at his max you're not going to tackle him by his arms like you're going to have to be able to get low and cut him and that was a run where it's like if he gets, you know, trying to kill clock at five or ten yards, like keep it going, and he breaks out a sixty-six yard run with twenty-five of it after first contact. <laughs> well, it's funny you brought that run up because we're his biggest critics too, you know, biggest fans, biggest critics, whatever you want to call it. But uh, so of course we watch it and we see the flaws, right? And it's like, okay, dude, you're in track. What's the biggest thing they tell you about track and cutting your own momentum? What do you do? Don't swing your head. Don't do this. And if you notice on that run, he checks number five out coming, right? <laughs> and if he would have just focused and stayed in his zone, he would have made it a lot harder on that old boy Cashney. But I get it. You know, he wanted to, to stiff arm and get separation. But I thought, oh, you got out of your form, man. I mean, like I said, that's, that's how we look at it. But it was, it was a good run. I looked at it as a pretty damn good. Oh, <laughs> it was a good run, but but as you know, people back here will say, "Man, we we were seeing that every Friday night most of the time, right?" Yeah. I mean, and so you probably you probably saw those kind of tweets like, "Man, that's not, that's not new to us," you know. Yeah. So, are, are you, uh, Conrad, are you and the and the fam headed to Orlando in a couple of weeks? Well, he's got two families because I'm divorced and remarried, whatnot. So. So his mom and them will go, and like I said, we got a, we have at least nine to twelve people when we row, and so I'm one of those guys. 
and Devin understands it. The same people that used to watch you go go out of town, they'd go watch BMX racing. The same people would go to them soccer games or wherever and travel basketball. I'm not going to ask them to have a total best with $2,000 to go watch a game. Yeah. You see what I mean? We, we will still have that same watching that run or watching this all yeah. together versus me taking advantage of being Devin's dad and, yeah, I get the tickets for myself and go. You know, that that's not how we operate. That's not how he got there. You, you know what I mean? And so he, he, he'll know every play because – one time or another after that game, we'll be like, hey, man, you know, all this on this one here. You know, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. so, but it's fine. I mean, it, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's, it's such an incredible storybook story that and, – and the awesome thing is is that it's, it's far from over. So, you know, I, I think I speak on behalf of all Purdue fans out there. We're super glad that Devin's on our team and not somebody else's. And it's been an absolute pleasure – uh, to watch him this season and, and, and grow in front of us. And um, so, you know, uh, thanks for your contribution to that. And we, we truly appreciate you coming on here with us tonight. Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, I had a bunch of fun. Like I said, you get me talking about sports, I'm the worst person to go into a store with. And somebody goes, aren't you Devin's dad? Because the rest of the people with me walk off. They're like, oh, just – We'll come back and get you when you're done, right? But no, I, you know, but it goes back to this is where he wanted to be. And so you got to make it the best experience possible because everything has a window, you know? And so right now I feel like, you know, he's he's got to stay healthy. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Staying healthy, get your books. But what what better, what better thing could he tell his kids about? You see what I mean? When he's old and has kids, what better thing? Can he, he, he can pull up anywhere digital and see posters of himself, you know, running. And his, his kids will see that. People he ain't even thought about will see what he done when he was in college, you know. And so that was big back here because we used to have a hardback book that somebody put out years ago called Local Legends, right? And so my, my daughter, her mother-in-law was, is in that book. So like I said, everything around us was built around athletics and a life. And so here in our local basketball gym, you walk in there and there's achievements of, of pictures of teams and individuals, whether it be all conference or whatever, right? And so you tell your kids, look, do something that gets on that wall in those gymnasiums because the wins and losses have taken care of themselves by you doing it. But it's more about you coming back in. And if your kid's lucky enough to go to the same school, they're going to see you when you were in high school. Right, they're gonna to get to look at a board or a picture of a team and look at see their face, you know. Basically, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to do that. You know, I was I was fortunate enough to get in the Hall of Fame. I think both my kids will be in the Hall of Fame back here. I mean, that is just fun because people talk tradition and all those other things. But if you don't start it in your own home, how are you gonna get anywhere? Who else? Are you doing it for? I mean, who are you doing it for? You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you yeah. can't have your kids look at something and go, man, I want that. I want. You know, my daughter's 12. She wants to play football, right? But I was like, you can't play football because that time's out. I said, but, you know, I said, but the biggest joy I get is watching her watch him on TV because you want that to be the norm, right? You want that, you know, I think I heard a, com uh, a, a comedian put it the best. I was always on drugs, right? Well, she was on drugs too because she was drugged at everything that her older siblings did. And, and they got to do it on a, on a big level, right? My daughter, like I said, ran track. 
So she would go to uh, either Purdue or Notre Dame and get to watch all the fast kids, you know. And now you got Devin playing football. If that becomes her norm, then she should want that same success. We'll go. We'll go tell her kids, "Hey, you can be president if you if you put mind to it, right?" But we won't go tell them. There's no difference between you and them on that TV screen, right? You, you, I mean, think about it. You'll you'll tell your kids they can be president, which is this. That's the mind. You put your mind to it, you can be president. Then, then what? Because trust me, when Devin first went to Purdue, even there was doubters back here. You know, it was all about. Well, you know, everybody there was Devin in high school. But that's a two-lane two lane street, which means everybody there playing on that field was you, son. No better, no worse. You understand what I mean? That means you can be on that field too because everybody there was you. Mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? So it's all about how somebody perspective stays. You know? Well, make us a deal. Um, yeah. About this time next year when Purdue's getting ready for the Rose Bowl or the college football playoffs, Come back on, Murph, and let's do this again. Oh, that's no problem. Our job now is to keep uh, working on recruiting on other athletes that we can work on, you know, because that's, you know, of course the school and all these other people, they have their limitations. But every dad, every parent, if they want to help their kid, then then everybody has a social media. I mean, it's kind of like contacting schools if you want your kid to play there. All they can do is either ignore it or say no, but it's your own fault if you don't try. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that kids decide to to want to go play Purdue because they want to see what's going on there, right? You know, it puts everybody at square one, right? New staff, new coach staff. Well, why why would you look at going, I don't want to go because I'm going to be buried by some, behind so-so. Then you have no excuse now. It's new eyes across the board, right? So everybody coming in, it's just like going to those camps. There's no names. Everybody's still trying to learn who they are. It's prime time to jump into Purdue early and get in, get in starting with all the other guys. Absolutely. So that's just how we look at it. But I sure hope I can see you next year and we'll be going to the big dance on that one. You know? we, we sure do too. Yeah. Connor, you're awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll, we'll yield you your time back for the night. And uh, hey, we, uh, let's, let's see the boilers kick some butt here in a couple weeks. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if they if they all come out healthy, that's that's the main part. And then they can start fresh again. Absolutely. Right. You all take care, okay? Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Conrad. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Guys, we have been absolutely blessed with our guests the last few shows. So Conrad was awesome. And I don't know that there's anything we need to follow that up with. Nope. I don't think I, we could have tried. You guys got anything? Um, Audrey, you're going to Orlando. You're going to the Centrus Bowl. I am, yep. Hopefully, uh, maybe we can get you some media passes while you're there. Um, and let's get it right. The Cheese It Citrus Bowl. Oh, the Cheese It Citrus Bowl. You can't, you can't forget everything <laughs> and their mother has a sponsor. So, <laughs> um, I know the line on that game is what, grown tremendously over the last last I last I looked was 14 14 even and I'm sure it's probably opening or something gone even farther well we've seen where happened guys got anything else for tonight I'm good again shout, so. shout out to Conrad Maccabee he was a great guest um, yeah. 
can't wait to have him back on here. Uh, on behalf of Riles, Andrea, Carrie, and myself, this is Boiler Up, Beer Down, and we'll catch you next time. Go Boilers.